2014, I was so excited to learn when um, you and Mr. Brana would have a crack at the Jack Ryan franchise. Yes. Um, this is not only one of my favorite sets of books, um, you know, of course, by Tom Clancy. It's also uh-huh. my favorite set of, of films that have come up. And uh-huh. and what a great tradition to kind of continue the path, right? You know, it started with Hunt for October. Um, what an, a, an amazing film. And so we, we've, we've got now a tradition, not in the, not too dissimilar from, from Potter, where there were a number of um, various composers involved in the yeah. franchise. We had Paul Adoris, and then we had James Horner for two films, and Jerry Goldsmith for The Sum of All Fears. And now we get finally Patrick Doyle and Jack Ryan, Shadow Recruit. Yeah. And, yeah. and um, I, I really appreciate the collaboration on this one between you and your director, you know, Mr. Branagh, because... Um, this this was my reaction to it, that um, it gave you an opportunity to kind of um, play with some otherwise fun, modern kind of synthetic sounds to be yeah. connected to the acoustical sound and not to replace, not in lieu of, uh, uh-huh. but in addition to a new set of timbres and compliments. And it was it was really quite yeah. fun. So this scene, this this love scene, so to speak, uh-huh. um, you know, Kathy. Uh, it was just she's so worried that um, you know Jack is is involved with an, with uh, um, perhaps another woman, and she doesn't yet uh-huh. yet know that he's in the CIA, and yeah. they're in a Moscow hotel room here. And let's kind of see and listen okay. to how this was played. And you have to say something. Well, maybe it's maybe it's awful or hurtful or shameful. I don't know, but you have to talk to me. You can't let me think that I'm crazy anymore. Because now I know that I'm not. Just talk to me. Will you meet me halfway? If I had a nickel for every time I heard, thank God, after being told you're in the CIA, you know, <laughs> it's like, um, you know, a bit of brevity. But again, you know, another beautiful scene. And, and um, as a fan of your music and, and a true of true appreciation for what you've done over the years, I am continually drawn to the emotion that you pull out of a film. And again, another beautiful scene. It's, it's a little funny and a little absurd at the same time, yeah. but it's played rather beautifully. What... What was it like, this scene? What was it like taking on um, the Jack Ryan franchise? You know, um, help us understand some of this. this is a, I love well, this. Well, well, I, I, I knew that the franchise, um, I, of course, everyone knows this, this incredible franchise for all the reasons you mentioned earlier and all, and all the illustrious composers who have been involved in it. Um, I thought this didn't actually sort of play in my mind. Um, uh, I just knew that... Um, you know, the film was a, a quality picture mm-hmm. and uh, uh, 
Chris Payne and uh, and the cast were, were terrific. And uh, um, for Ken, of course, I want to do my best for him because he's very loyal and he, and um, he did a, f a fantastic job of, of directing this wonderful action film. Um, Keira Knightley, um, I've actually met Keira Knightley. She's bizarrely, her mother lived in our street, and Keira Knightley <laughs> and her brother went to see in kindergarten as our kids at one stage. Oh, wow. um, and I remember the Prime Minister, I said, Do you know this? Um, and she's utterly charming, really charming. Um, so um, I, I, I just knew that. Uh, um, uh, I had to do a good job as usual. Um, it was a, I actually what, it, to cut a long story short, I, I, I did a lot of experimenting on brand new, fresh sounds, and inventing my own sounds and creating my own synthetic sounds rather than taking these synth sounds off the shelf. Mm -hmm. um, I would, I, I, with my assistant, we invested in a lot, in a, in a lot of new sounds um, that I could. Uh, I could create delays and all sorts of bending and um, twisting of these sounds to create my own and uh, the my own uh, palette that was unique to the picture. What was interesting was that the picture was temped, um, but before it was temped, um, I said I want to write a con at least twenty minutes of this uh, score um, in terms of to get my to make sure my stamp was on it, you know, in the best possible mm. way for Ken. Um, so I got some early cuts of it and worked for some, got these sounds together. Um, then these scenes sort of were fairly, Ken cut so quickly and it's so confident about the early cut. And these scenes stayed more or less as they were. It's, it's a scene where he Jack Ryan's up in the roof and um, there's a murder that took place uh, below and the, 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 the guy tries to kill him and he's this scene in the bath anyway he's up in the he's up in the he's pacing about the roof and it's a terrible state and he's completely paranoid paranoid and this sense of paranoia I wanted to internalize this this thumping heart um uh this beating heart this terrible gut feeling this every man caught in this really really treacherous situation he's completely out of his depth and how's he going to survive Somebody tried to kill me. There's a body. Are you intact? Close enough. So the tent music on either side of this was completed, and then it was shown at one point to the executives, um, and a note came back saying it's obviously a certain nervous thing when uh, the composer, the director, handled the film, and then the, the exec other executives um, they gave their opinion on it, and what came back that it said between there and there they loved that music. That's the music they loved the best. They knew it was tempo music. Um, and that was the best tempo music they loved. In fact, that was the section that mm. I wrote mm. that was fresh. Um, the rest of it was tempo music. And um, that, that, so I'd sort of really sort of, I'd, 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 I'd sort of, um, I'd grabbed my corner and created my, my stamp on the picture. And that allowed, and that's, that's what I can recommend to 
to composers yeah. that they get in as early as possible to, to, you know, to uh, dispel the temp love. Um, so yeah. it was wonderful to play with all these different rhythms and different cuts and fast pacing um, and play about along with, there was a tremendous amount of work went into that score. Um, not, not that, not that um, I don't normally do that anyway, but, um, and that, that was a tricky love scene that. Um, that simple, the most difficult things to write are a simple melody. Mm. A simple melody is hard to write. I mean, actually, then it goes down again. So again, that could be a little song there. But this rising seven, that, that rising figure is a sort of yearning thing. And it almost it also it sort of lands. There's a relief in it. Yeah. It's, it's tender and there's resolution. Oh, it's all good. It's fine. It, it, oh my, I got it all wrong and I, I adore him and he adores me and it's it's yeah. it's not it's not modeling and it's not over sentimental it's just warm and hopefully it's it's two people who wow we really are a partnership he's been trying to protect me and protect himself and oh my god so we're now in this together and it's it's going to be it's going to be exciting and fun and frightening and everything yeah. else and this melody hopefully it's just here no 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 What's there is absolutely solid as a rock. It's, there's a lot more going on. So hopefully that's. But that was tricky getting that little yeah. theme there. Yeah, you know, it's. Um, a, you know, it I, may I'm, not I, seem like that, but no, and these things know. are. You know. But that, that's you know that bifurcation in the scene, right? Where um, there's this great tension between the two of them. And I just love how how it's resolved. You know, I'm in the CIA. You know, from here on out, it's gonna be clear sailing. That's you know. right. You know, it's like wow. You know, you thought you thought you'd come over here for. a you know, what would be, you know, a sort of, not a simple thing, but a, a sort of black and white, you know, is there something else going on while you've been sucked into something? But she's, to be relieved at the CIA and yeah. some of that is actually <laughs> a, a wonderful, it just shows you this, the depth of depth of love and feeling and, and yeah. commitment and expectation that something like <laughs> being in the CIA is, oh, whatever, is that all? Yeah. Well, actually... The, yeah, but then the of course then they start reality sets in. But at that very moment, because people do live for the moment so often. And of course, as fans of the franchise, we know that in that in that moment of the Jack Ryan lore, that uh, there is a whole lot of adventure coming up. You know, in their in, oh, yeah. in the next twenty years or so of of, oh, uh, yeah. of their life together, oh, it's yeah. a lot of fun. Um, let's let's take a look at one last scene. Let's end with a, a big beautiful smile. Um, uh -huh. Centered around a, a big, beautiful dress. Uh, um, oh yes! You know this this beautiful royal ball scene where yeah, Cinderella is yeah. coming down the staircase from 2015. The, of course, the film Cinderella, uh, and what a beautiful score and another fresh take on an otherwise yeah. very well known story in our culture. Yeah. And yeah. I just I just love the the grandeur here in this scene. The melody is so beautiful and. It's right. just shot so beautifully. The colors, the sounds, the everything. And here we are. Excuse me. 
A thousand apologies, Your Royal Highness. I don't know what happened. It's it's you. And I love how when we get to the the bottom of the staircase, the English horn takes over and then this beautiful Uh, duet between oboe and French horn. And um, if if only all of us could could have that kind of a music accompanying us as we come down a staircase, I think we'd we'd all be, uh, you know. Especially first thing in the morning. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Um, For our breakfast. You know, I, I... we all continue to just be amazed with the music that you give us and we're able to continually look up to you and learn from what you've given us. And in this scene, um, you know, if, if you need an exercise in how to write a melody, um, go study this, you know, among so many other things. I mean, the orchestration here is so beautiful. And, and it's one of those moments where, um, you know, we as composers perhaps dream of those scenes where, it's devoid of dialogue and it's it's just it's a wide landscape so we have an opportunity to kind of blossom but at the same time that's no easy feat you know when when you have to fill the screen and fill the emotional void um there's a responsibility there and certainly there was that in this scene and and it's just filled out so amazingly well well this you're very kind you really are very kind um but this was a really incredibly uh Complex score. Um, mm. There was so much music, and it, it was written over. Um, started writing in 2013. The film came out almost two years later. So wow. I was writing it on and off all that time, and um, and I had the luxury of, of being able to do so much of the orchestration myself, and uh, um, because I just had the luxury of time, and I really could. And the it came so quick with the cut. Um, the visual effects took a long time, so the cut was there, so I had the shape of it. So early on, a great, great performances. She is magnificent, and if you don't get the right actors playing those, any every part, never mind the, the leading parts, yeah. you're lost. The story is so iconic, and everyone, as Ken says, every country has their own Cinderella sure. um, sort of culture, and everybody owns it. Every country owns it as their own. Um, but this particular, this is everything, as Ken says, everything leads up to. And the ball and everything after the ball, but the ball is the absolute top of the pyramid. That's the apex of the story. And of course, the moment where she comes down that stair, he sees her in the dress and they dance. So, um, but what was wonderful about it was uh, um, that the the waltz itself 
um, I'd, I, I read the script and we'd, I'd talked a long time with Ken um, and he's so specific and so clear and so concise and so eloquent um, in his description of the characterizations. And he, he took that story and he treated that story and rightly so uh, because it's an ancient story from it's 2,000 years old, that story, and it's a Greek story. Um, and that's why it's lasted. It's a great story. It's about family. It's about abandonment. It's about orphans. It's about bad, horrible mm -hmm. siblings. It's about um, it's about uh, an un, 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 an unwanted child, sibling rivalry, um, romance, um, uh, and uh, at the end, uh, um, and a requited requited love at the end. It all it's got this most incredible sort of wonderful sort of positive ending, but not before um, the person goes through hell and back. Um, so um, we discussed, he, he would talk about these characters as, as, a, as, a, as, a, as, as he would about great operatic characters or great Shakespearean characters. Um, and he feels this, she feels that. So uh, and the script is such a great solid script and it's not patronizing, it's a real story. People talk in a very realistic way about yeah about um, the situations. It's dreadful to see how this, this girl is thrown around. Um, so, I mean, you would have to have the ballroom needed all this music. So, um, and, uh, and he's very keen to have simple melodies, direct melodies. It's, a, um, it's, it's, it's it, they're the most powerful and but most difficult things to write. So I, I thought about it. I've learned to relax and not to go to the piano. And I thought and thought about the film or conversation and, um, I just thought the script and I, I imagined the ballroom, of course. We all know the story so well. Um, I didn't look at the Disney one. I, I saw it a long time when I was, I was much younger. Um, so I sat down at the piano one day when I was on a holiday and, um, and it, it, it came, da, da, di, da, ra, di, ra. The entire phrase, da, ra, di, ra, di, ra. The, Da, da, dee, da. That was it. That whole phrase came out. And I played it over and over again. I thought, well, this is a, it's a very simple tune. You can play it with one finger. Um, and these little descending um, passing notes against it. Um, that's a descending note underneath it, little harmonies. Um, so then I, I, I wrote it on the piano and uh, I sent it... Um, Digitally to London, and my, my assistant sent me the music back. Yeah. And then I sent the recording to to Ken, and he came back. This is just on the money. It's went crazy. I love this. He sent it to choreographer in New York, and then within unlisted forty hours, twenty four hours, it came back to me in France. This little clip, and all it was was a frame. But mm. Lily, Lily uh, um, James walked into the frame, and so did. Uh, She's Madden, um, the actor, and they just stood there, and this music played. This, this my my performance I recorded it in my piano in France. It played against them, and that's all he did. Mm. And that's what we came and do. He was just the other two people. Theirs was joining them. That's the music. Um, and then I thought, oh, uh, um, of course. And after this, the spell is broken, and we have to have a an up-tempo dance. So I wrote. This other dance, and I sent that to him, loved that, and uh, I sent a piano version. Um, but 
climbing down the stairs was very tricky because um, that, 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 the, the Walsh tune uh, appears obviously as a standalone piece, but before that you get you get you hear it. Uh, it begins as she reaches the top of the stair. Da 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 dee, da da dee, da. Then it starts to build the da da da, and it starts to build up and build up and build up. But the but the I don't think people realise this, but the big decision was the song Lavender Blue Dilly Dilly, which is sung in the beginning of the picture, the lullaby. That is not my melody. That is an old. Mm. 17th, 16th, 17th century, no, sorry, yes, 1690, around that time. That melody was a melody that, that has been around for 400 years mm -hmm. down here. Um, lavender blue, dilly dilly, lavender green. When, when I am king, king dilly, dilly dilly, you, you shall be queen. queen. Lavender's green, dilly dilly, lavender's blue. You must love me, dilly dilly, for I love you. So when it came to, I tried all my um, dee ra 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 dee da ra da dee that theme, that big theme in the Denmark. Not right. It's too heroic. <laughs> it's not right. It's his theme. This is this is something else. Yeah. And I struggled and struggled. I tried the wall theme. I tried this. I thought, oh, hold a minute. It's lavender blue. It's yeah. lavender blue because it's her mother. It's the lullaby. Sure. It's a it's her dream come true. The mother's with her. The spirits say, this isn't about me. This is about that that tune. So, I, I then I mocked it up and played it again. And he says, this is great. This and he said something very interesting. He said. That's very kind of you, uh, Pat, to give this big moment to someone else's melody from a long time ago. <laughs> um, yeah. Thanks for doing that. And it's very generous of you because, um, you know, implying that if it was him in my shoes, I would want, I'd want my melody in that. But in fact, what it is, is I'm proud to say, is my arrangement of it, mm -hmm. um, which is, as you know, um, as that's what you do as well, um, that's a crucial thing, but I'd love to say that melody is mine. But no, that's that's an old tune, which uh, I thought, and of course, there's a huge part of it goes, oh God, I'm giving the big moment to somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> but I thought, you know something, it's got to be right for the picture. Right. You have to make the right artistic decision. And that's clearly by your reaction. In fact, Will, my assistant, he didn't know that it was, he didn't know the song. I thought, oh my goodness. You know, it's, all, it's part of the culture I was growing up. Sure. I'm surprised. Maybe he was never taught at his school, but certainly when I was growing up, it's a very famous song. He would go around the mulberry bush, the mulberry bush, mm. and um, that one, um, a tissue, a tissue, we all fall. Who's that one? Um, ring a ring a rose, it's a pocket full of poses, it's a tissue. That's about, that's about the plague. A tissue, yeah. a tissue, we all fall down. That was... You know, that should, you, the symptoms would be sneezing and people would collapse and die. And so that little little rhyme, in fact, there's something far darker. Um, and I think Lavender Blue could be possibly maybe some other meaning. I don't know, but it's certainly become a children's lullaby. So yeah. um, that's how it came. But um, and the and the the Coranglay was him, and the oboe was her. You know, Coranglay is just a. Like as I say, it's a, it's a fat oboe, really. So, yeah. it's, <laughs> uh, 
uh, on a bigger oboe. Um, so I, I thought it'd be, it'd be nice. And again, that simple, that simple um, tail end. I remember thinking, I'd quite, I'd, it seems simple when you listen to it now, but I spent quite a lot of time angsting over that moment. Sometimes you do, you think. And then I wrote that, and um, it seems so natural now, but, you know, look at it now, I remember. That, wasn't, that moment seems so easy, yet why sometimes you, in your head you, 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 you give yourself a lot of angst, unnecessary angst. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, anyway. I think that this speaks to, you know, the you talk about you tried this, then you tried this, then you tried this, and... Yeah. And, and, you know, there's a lot to be said about that, right? Where, um, particularly in the, in the craft of, of film where it's, it's not like you're writing a score for the concert stage and you kind of have, um, the ability to, uh, make choices that don't affect so many other things down the road, you know, it it affects itself essentially, but but with film, you know, music affects so many other things. And I think that there's a lesson here for, for anyone who's writing in this craft. And that is that, you know, I mean, you may not get it the first time you may not even get it the 10th time. You know, one of my, my favorite stories that I take away from, from Jerry Goldsmith that he, he shared with me before he passed away all those years ago was how, how terribly, terribly difficult it was for him to come up with a melody for this movie medicine man he was working on with Sean Connery. And Uh he spent days agonizing over one of the melodies for this beautiful uh, canopy top uh, scene in the jungle. And -hmm. after, I think, three or four days, he finally arrived at the very first thing he ever ever wrote. But but, but he had to go through the experience of just, this doesn't work, this doesn't work, this doesn't work. Um, And and so uh, what you're describing, I think, is an important thing to embrace and be okay with. And also when you do that, and um, then you're asked by a director, um, he or she, you know, how then you can honestly say, well, I tried this, I tried that, I tried mm. this. And you can almost play them the other versions and they see the, the work process and they, they see, ah, that does work. Yeah. Um, so you're right. You Sometimes you have to go around the houses and it's you yeah. have to trust <laughs> the universe. And, but if you put in the work and the study right. and really look at the picture, um, Brian De Palma, it seems basic, but he said, Patrick, you're not looking at my picture. You're not studying my picture enough. And he was right. And it was an insult to him and myself. So he sort of taught me really to immerse yourself in a film because there are things which the director do that, that are not immediately apparent the first, second, or third time you see it. Right. Um, especially a film like Carlito's Way, it's just full of nuance. Um, and uh, so nuanced, and you've got to, and he made me scrutinize every frame. Every frame's a masterpiece. So and uh, when you find those, it's a cliche, when you dig for those nuggets and find them, um, it's apparent to everyone watching that you've done your homework. Right. Um, and it's very gratifying for them and especially for yourself. Um, but, um, you, and you forget the pain. Thank God you forget the pain. You, rem- you remember it happening, but you forget the pain. Right. <laughs> it's easier. It doesn't get any easier. It gets You become less troubled by it, right. but uh, you know through experience something will come up. It always does because you know you're going to, as usual, put in the work right. that's required. It doesn't right. happen easily. Well, you're clearly still putting in the work all these decades later, and it's inspiring. Um, we're, we're so happy to have you here on the program, and um, thank you for being so generous with your time and your mind. And, um, you know, we're looking forward to whatever is coming next. And, um, you know, we, we'll get through all of this this cultural pause that we're in and yes, you know, once, once yes. we're out of it, you know, uh, it's an extraordinary time for everyone. And, uh, yeah. um, 
no one can predict what's going to happen. And yeah. uh, we just have to just keep our heads down and, and do the right thing, hopefully, and uh, uh, just look after ourselves and our families and uh, um, just uh, be grateful when you've got a bit of space to walk or which I yeah. do or anything that's, that, that can accentuate the positive, as they say, then just to do that because there's always something a lot worse off than you apart from um, becoming ill or, or, or not surviving. It's an extraordinary thing. So um, let's hope that the world learns a lot and particularly about how how wonderful the world is without being polluted by cars and planes and that we all use. And suddenly you, the world is... You see skies you've never seen yeah, before, and stars you've never seen before. You think, yeah. well, hopefully there's a there's some good will come out of this in terms of saving the planet, looking after the planet, looking after each other, and caring more about each other. So you can only hope for the best, and um, and you know your little tiny little contribution. You know, you do your best to keep um, doing the best of what you do, yeah, and what you enjoy. Uh, but it's a great honor to be asked to do this, and um, a big hello to everyone in uh, the world of um, just the world. The world, the world. <laughs> and uh, I only hope I haven't rabbited too much. And um, those of you who want to do it as a profession have have gleaned a few um, hints about how to get from A to B. <laughs> Absolutely. And well, as I said, we're we're very much looking forward to the next thing or things you have uh, for us all to enjoy. And, and again, thank yeah. you so much for your time. Um, it's a pleasure to have you here. Uh, for everybody out there, we will see you at the next Film Music Focus. Until then, see ya. Brought to you by Santa Concerts. 